You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. That's what she said. Three hot dogs for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's oh? Did you turn the live? I hit the live. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So nobody heard the start of that joke. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It's it's a right hole joke. Anyways, hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of Low Key on the Wheel of Change Network. Um, my name is Harry, aka the Moving Target, and uh, yes, we took off last Monday. It's a holiday, and I take holidays off. And none of those we expect to be to work that day. Psh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about the This previous. is work. This is fun. Yeah, yeah last it's Monday fun. was was Jonathan Major's day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yellow car. You gotta get this. <laughs> Yellow car. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yellow card and yes um, so, yeah and the person who just got the yellow card that laugh the famous laugh of it every time i talk about or, the podcast i know when i talk i meet people i meet you guys in person you guys come up and say hi to me everyone goes like is that vincent's real life and i just go yes that's yes. real life yes, go, ahead, go ahead say hi vincent hello everyone i'm here <laughs> Uh, join the, uh, if we do next Monday, uh, then that would be the end of my vacation. But this is day like four of vacation or something like that. So I should have made you do like a longer stream. I mean, I could have, but I made you work for that. I should have just getting into his pal world time. Well, uh, I'm uh, I stopped that about a couple hours ago. I'm watching anime right now. No, he's not. He's still epi- playing. He's still playing. <laughs> I have three episodes. You can't multitask. You can watch I have three episodes, so once this is done, I can finish that season, that series up. <laughs> yeah, the other voice you're hearing is uh, Reinhold. Uh, Reinhold, go and sit high. The beard's looking really uh, good this winter. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for bumping me down to the third on the list. That's good. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I couldn't. Um, Vincent asked for a 25% raise, and I said, how about I bump you up in front of Reinhold? <laughs> 
That'll do. He took that and uh, um, <laughs> I got to pocket him a couple of times. He gets one. <laughs> gets one. <laughs> anyways, he's got a he's got a little coupon thing. But anyways, go ahead, Randall. Oh no, I'm just glad to be here. I just uh, been having fun with computers this weekend, playing with uh, my new network attached storage that now Harry's telling me doesn't work the way I want it to. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> I've got like three of them. Played with them for years. They don't work. You like get the that. four base. <sighs> oh, you have five base. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm big, big. U- I got the dual. I got the. It's got like three different USB ports on it. So the two in the rear to connect to Daisy, change them together, and then the front one's got the clone button. So you can put a USB stick or something up to it and hit the clone button and instantly clone. So you can Daisy change. Yeah, and then you can, and then. Oh yeah, I, I I love playing. So like the the, the QNAP NAS that you have, right? Uh, you can also they also work as USB anywheres too. So the USB ports you can actually connect to the NAS and use the little USB punches on the back anywhere in the network. It's pretty neat. Yeah, like I said, uh, I've been playing with them for a bit. I I enjoy them. Um, we're not streaming on uh, Facebook tonight because uh, dear leader. Um, Forgot to reconnect um, his Facebook connection, so we are not on there. Yeah, I'm not letting you Yahoo stream on my profile getting me banned. <laughs> We've already ain't. been banned with that one joke. I know, right? Yeah, canceled. <laughs> Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, no. Uh, this is what we could. Uh, we I could do a whole. You know, like we should. You know what? Let's, the topics that we had, screw that. Let's just talk about network attached storage and backup policy. How's that all sound? Right, all right, uh, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go ahead and pull up this snapshotting turned on, automatic snapshotting, and then I'll be present while watching this anime. Uh, <laughs> you said it's, and you make sure there's snapshots, not screenshots, right? It'll make sure. Yes. You know. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> got. I've got like uh, four terabytes saved aside just for snapshots. Nice, nice, nice. Um, do you have the SSD uh, caching on your um, QNAP setup too? Uh, I have it available. I have not done it though. Okay, All right. I recommend setting that because I have to put a, a I have to put like a solid state inside one of the bays. Right? Is that what you were saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I, or that defeats uh, what I was trying to do. Also, but if you have the spare PCI Express ports and you don't want to do that 10 gigabit, you can actually put your NVMe, you can put a PCI Express NVMe drive in there and then use that for your caching too. I don't know. I think the 10 gig would probably be better. <laughs> yeah, it's just more of what you want, you know? And then as we're getting the 10 gigabit storage, like you should like look at all the SANs that are available because uh, um, that are for really cheap. Now you may say to yourself, do I really want to use SAN? Yeah, yeah, you sands are awesome. <laughs> Not for your power bill, but just for playing with. Anyways, no. Um. <laughs> okay. Before, we, before you run everyone away talking about um, storage and backups, I will remind everyone about three, two, one backup. With, you know, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three different locations. Uh, what is it? Uh, three different mediums, two different locations, one of them offsite. So. It's not doing that. It's not backed up. And no, saving to the cloud is not just not backup. And yes, you have to worry about data corruption in Google Drive, in OneDrive, S3 buckets. All those things still have data corruption issues. If you don't think they don't, oh, 
oh man, <laughs> you ain't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Go ahead, you do a quick, uh, uh, just search on the net for G Drive lost my file. <laughs> <laughs> And people talk about how they just miss uh, right holds over here. He's got he's got like that PTSD face of people going like, yeah, he's her. He's probably had to go find these files. I've heard a few stories. I've had to deal with a company called on track from time to time. So if you know who on track is, they are. They're the ones that saved my bacon many, many years ago, probably 24 years ago, 23 years ago, something like that. Because we were putting together a uh, uh, a new ERP system to replace for Y2K to replace the mainframe. We couldn't do the Y2K thing. Mm-hmm. And we had developed all this big database and they were developing and developing and developing on it. And we were backing it up, but it wasn't quiesced properly. So we didn't have it all done right. It was all, it was all not production. It was all just development, right? So nobody mm-hmm. cared much until the RAID 5 took a dump on two of the drives <laughs> at the same time. Uh, at which case we were out of luck because we didn't have good backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, not testing the playing with fire. Veeam. Right, my Veeam dogs software. have decided. They're fine. Veeam software is also good too. I recommend getting some Veeam. You know, Veeam's amazing. Play with it. It's awesome. But anyways, but that's not what we came here to talk about. Before we lose everybody that turned into this show, we're like, what are these losers talking about? That is not the topic at hand that we want to talk about. One of the subject is um, we're going to talk about is one thing that Vincent wanted to bring up last week, but I said holiday. We ain't working today. And the other thing is just kind of like spawned up because like one one got into me and the other one is like, ha ha. This company who was an a-hole for years continues to be a-hole. And before I bury late too much, so um, the topic last week that uh, Vincent was very passionate about was the Capcom DRM mod issue. So <laughs> we're going to jump into that. Okay. Um, and then the this little-known indie game that hardly anyone is playing now, we've got to put a spotlight on. It's called Pal World. I don't know yeah. if anyone's heard of this. No, no, there's no streamers at all playing this right now. None. Yeah, it's not like it's almost rivaling just chatting on Twitch. <laughs> Which not many games could like say they could do that in their first week. <laughs> that is early access. Right. Early just access with the and new rules for and just getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and not backed by a huge studio that is paying streamers to mm-hmm. play yeah. this game. They're legitimately playing it. And um Ubisoft being a um, Terrible game. Like I, I just just I started going through my wish list and started to just taking Ubisoft games off my wish list. But we'll get to that. <laughs> 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 so as we get to the topics and get to the things, mm-hmm. I will say like it's pretty neat. Like because um, uh, Facebook did give me a couple of like uh, Facebook memory stuff, especially when we did like the first few episodes of this podcast. And I remembered that this podcast only existed because of the fact that I needed something to do when the big show was down and. It was weird. Like I went down. <laughs> You've done this one so much. I needed to take a break. <laughs> you know, which you know, big show comes back February third. You know, the fun, fun show with Ryan Hull and I and Dear Leader. That one's where we were tentative date doing February the third. The other Chris Bangle boringness that those episodes continue to coming up. But if you want that fun <laughs> stuff with Ryan Hull and I, it'd be February the third. So look out for that. But anyways. <laughs> So I just did a look on Switch oh, for streaming Pal World. 
Mm -hmm. And I'm still scrolling yep. down the list of all the different channels that are streaming yeah. Battle World. It's a fun game. We'll get into that. I'm talking like 200 so far. <laughs> it's still going. Small mm -hmm. indie game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of titles in, in Japanese and Korean. Mm -hmm. And we're still going. We're still going. <laughs> There's 48 viewers, 42 mm. viewers, 41. It's like, mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, we now we're at the 300 streams. I know. I should probably like stop the show and just start streaming Pal World. <laughs> no, you would just get sucked up into the whole mess. Who's going to find you in this? I'm sure someone will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm at four, 400 already. That's fine. Yeah. I, I can turn yeah, it finally stopped. They finally stopped almost 400. Yeah, I could turn to my female V2 model. We'll be good to go. And the it's lowest, here's the thing that I'm surprised about. The lowest yeah. viewered stream right now is 24 viewers. I don't see any like one in zero viewers, which is really weird. All right. So I don't think they're showing me all of the streams. Since, since I think he's, he just stopped it after a while. Since he's invested, well, we'll, go, we'll go into Power World first since he's invested. What? He's looking at it. That's all he's been doing is looking at what, what's going on. So do you have you know, any idea what Power World is, Ryan, at all? Um, I assume it's some sort of game. <laughs> and that would be all I know. Okay. So the, the big joke for a lot of it was people saw it as Pokemon with guns. Because it has cute monsters. That you shoot in the face with handguns and assault rifles and rocket launchers. But when you start playing it, it it's more like playing like satisfactory or like or like arc or rust. Mm -hmm. Yep. But all the creatures and monsters are cute pixelated creatures. Are yep. cute uh cartoony creatures. Mm -hmm. And then there's just other humans, you other like humans you can find and kill as well. Right. But have, it is. What do you say? I have noticed something on these streams. There's a surprisingly large number of them that are just doing VTuber stuff, like icon. Yep. There's anime. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Avatars. That's what I was yeah. going to say. There's uh, a lot of those. <laughs> Yeah, like the the game, like I I got it on Friday. I've put twenty five hours into it since Friday, <laughs> <laughs> and it is incredibly fun. It scratches that itch of of doing the open world kind of thing mm -hmm. with also the base building with with also the people who played like the newer line Pokemon games of like Pokemon Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet, which was like, here's open world and you can catch all the, po all the Pokemon on the map. But this way it's much more entertaining because you can just walk up to it with a baseball bat and hit it in the face and then throw your Pokeball at it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, your, your pal sphere. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Legally distinct. Like legally distinct, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that, yeah, I remember you guys were talking about this thing, and to me, yeah, it was just Pokemon with guns. It to me looked like a meme game that would never come out. This is something that, like, um, will there's no way those will get released because it just, everything just seemed too grand. Everything they kept promising was like, there's no way they could build the, the functionality of that is just like, it's not there, you know. There's another No Man's Sky, it's all right, right. correct, yeah, yeah. 
or, or Starfield, you know? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, Starfield, yeah. Now, granted, I was on the Starfield Cope. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to believe. <laughs> but, I almost bought it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I lost 76. Or... Yeah, I played yeah. for 25 hours, and like, there's still so much of the map that's dark that I have not even looked at or interacted with because it's this massive map that. The, there are fast travel points and stuff, right. but there's a lot so, more depth to it than just oh, catch all these things and hunt things out. So you, there's so space building it, aspects of it, right? So is it a multiplayer type game or is it a single player? It, it, campaign, I've been playing it single player, but you can, but you, it's open for co-op. They don't have PvP okay. right now. They're going to do right. later, but as of right now, it's just like but I'm, I'm thinking I'm trying to think more like okay, we got Boulders Gate three, and there's kind of like an average time of play for a storyline. You know, to go through the story, it takes so many hours. And then Boulders Gate three was like the recent example of it done right with a lot of content, etc. Mm -hmm. right. Does it compare like to that, or is it a whole different type of game? It's a different kind different of game. Type, yeah. It's, think so. Think of more like Rust or Ark. Seven Days to Die. Uh, yeah, Seven that, Days to Die. Okay. Seven Days to Die, but instead of the zombos attacking, some instead of the zombos attacking you, you've got balls to to grab the zombos and they can fight for you or help build your base. Yeah, th that was the other big selling aspect of it. Is, is all of the creatures you collect have certain tasks that they can do mm -hmm. that you now put them to work on your base to get things done. Right now, Seven Days to Die has mods that'll, yeah. Yeah. Overhaul mods that'll do stuff like that, but that's yeah, nice. yeah, correct. But this is but this game has also only been out for five days. Five no, days. no, no, no. Uh, I wonder are they going to allow that type of modding? Yes, community they to they, have, they are open the uh, open server. So if you want to do your own server, mm -hmm. that's there. It's available at launch uh, yep. as of right now. Yeah, at launch, and they openly stated that they they're all for mod support and they support mod support. Yep. All right, because you got to think about this. Seven Days to Die came out 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Right. Last month. Yeah. They had their 10 year anniversary. It's still an alpha. I know. But it's vast. I mean, this is it's a game right now. And there's so much mod support in that game that you can basically play 20 different games mm -hmm. from that, from diff all the different overhaul mods that they do. It changes everything. There's one that's a Wild West, tent, you know, there's one that's based mm -hmm. off of Fallout. There's one that's, you know, there's, there's whole kinds of stuff like that. And um, you know, Minecraft has succeeded for so many years because of modding. So you got to wonder right. how many of these people are going to support. That's how you make a game last long. Uh, exactly. Allow them to progress the game on their own. You know, people to build on it. Correct. What you right. Correct. And uh, having that element of it's another resource to manage when you have all the monsters you collect, the pals. Mm -hmm. called pals. Yeah, pals. But like each of them have certain things that they can do. So some of them can cook. Some of them are the only ones that, that use to like smelt or, or mm -hmm. cook food. So you have to have a fire fire pal out there to actually do that. Or you have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. There are ones that plant that plant crops, but they can't water the crops. You need bonds that water crops to do that. So like a 3D first person version of Overworld or Rimworld. I'm sorry. Rimworld. Yeah, but it's a but it's third person over the shoulder because yeah, not third person. person. Yeah. It's not it's not first person. Okay. It's third person over the shoulder, but still three-dimensional version of Rimworld where you have all these different, you know, the people have different skills. You train them into doing the things and you let them just mm -hmm. kind of go and do right. stuff. Yep. And there's there's so much stuff on the map. Like the map is wide open. <laughs> they 
they purposely give you a lot of options to just do whatever you want. Starting out, it's like, all right, figure it out. <laughs> yep. But the tutorial is very interesting for someone who, me personally, I played 30 minutes of it, single player, and I didn't think this would scratch up much of an inch. I thought like, okay, let me go play this thing for like five, 10 minutes, just try this thing out. Next thing I knew, yeah, it was, it was 30 minutes of the game. Like, oh, crap, I got to start work soon. Um, if I don't <laughs> get off this game, I'm just going to mm-hmm. like, because the progression tree was very simple. The building structure, yeah. I enjoyed the 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 button setup was also mm-hmm. great on it from just getting into it. But it, it, it's like I said, it scratched the itch for me that I always said was something was missing from satisfactory because satisfactory. I'm just building this factory. Yes. There's things in the world, but like, don't threaten me in this game. Like this threatens me. The environment threatened me. The idea that I was walking around at night and going like, I'm freezing to if I don't keep this torch out. <laughs> <laughs> was oh, when you called into work sick that day, what did they say? <laughs> <laughs> I went into work. Is that went into work, sir? Uh, I'm gonna play that after we get off stream, sir. <laughs> but um, there's they they do a lot of very interesting things. Of like each of the monsters have the special abilities attached to them, and some of them you can basically ride or use in other manners based on which ones they are. So like, there's a little penguin guy that you could put into a rocket launcher and shoot at people. A question. Yep. Okay. That I'm curious about. You talked a little bit about Satisfactory. We talked about Seven mm-hmm. Days to Die, mm-hmm. and a little bit about RimWorld. Two of those games does something that the third doesn't, which irritates me. Okay. Is the map static in Power World? Oh, if the maps the, are same in everyone's game. the The overworld is static, but the world is so massive that it really doesn't matter and the starting points are all spread across the map i literally started in the bottom corner and i have nowhere near any of the other spawn points on the map right but i'm saying at some point you're going to know that map by the back of your hand and do you want like seven days that i have has their default map called navis game where you people know where everything is they know which which poi has this which poi is there and everything else but then you can you can have them generate new maps and it'll Mm -hmm. on the fly do that Mm-hmm. The same with uh, RimWorld. You generate new maps every time, so you have a different experience every single time you decide to play a game. Mm-hmm. I didn't and know that, if it, it's something they're planning on doing, because Satisfactory said they're not planning on doing it, which is like, right. sorry, that really irritates me because mm-hmm. I don't want to just go in and know where to set up the greatest spot ever because it's the same map all the time, and I know right where to do it. It gets kind of boring. You know, I want to. I want to try and figure it out. I want to try and try this place and go. Oh no, I found this other great place that we hadn't seen before. Let's go build there and get all these resources that weren't. You know, which is completely understandable. But definitely, you can tell that this is. I'm surprised it even came out at all. And with the size of the map, like even though it is a static map at this point, mm-hmm. there is so much of this map I have no idea what it looks like because there all the start starting starting points have massive voids of black around it. There's yeah. some starting points you can start at that I've no I've such a mass wide range of blackness that I don't even know what's there. Yeah, and eventually and, it's difficult. Yeah, trading like exploring yeah. is difficult, and but also it, when you build a base, there are points where you get raided, so things will just show up. And you have to fight them off like you would anything else. Yeah, I like. I mean, I, I think it's a good that they have a large map. That way, they can take the time to kind of put something mm-hmm. together to handle this mm-hmm. situation when people start knowing it. 
if that's part of their roadmap. I just didn't know if, the, if we knew that was part of their roadmap or not to do. No, we don't really yeah. do that. We don't know yeah. that yet. Uh, they, they do have, there are, the other interesting thing that makes it more complicated is that there are basically areas where monsters can spawn, but they don't always spawn there. So there's been a point where I've been to an area where I saw a mon, uh, a, a pal there once, but I haven't seen it again in that area at all. <laughs> so the, there's enough of that random chance of finding the things you need or that you want that mm-hmm. also plays a massive factor into it. But I can definitely see it being a game that it, it had as of right now, it has legs. It's not a solved game. There's no set path to do anything. Mm-hmm. And because of where things are in the game it is very difficult to just go, cool, I'm just going to grab this guy and this guy and this guy. And that's all that matters because you also have to manage their sanity. Cause if they're working too hard, then they will, they will stop working at all or they'll just die. And you have to put them in the box to let them recharge or they can, they can die of hunger because you haven't fed, you haven't fed them. Mm-hmm. So you have to be on top of, okay, well, I need to make food and do this and do this. Mm-hmm. And where I am right now, I got to the assembly line where you can uh, make your <laughs> your mons, your pals make stuff on the assembly line where you need electricity for. So you need ele- uh, electric pals to power your generators. And then you need ones that, that have hands to make the things on the line. <laughs> 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 so there's a yeah yeah it's very in depth there's a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. and i i feel like it it's going to be a game that people are going to enjoy for quite a while it and based on how things are going i can see it having that that community of people like the people who play arc all the time or rust all the time right. where somebody will set up a server and go hey we're playing in this server Everybody jump in. Let's play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I don't know. It, it's got my attention. Like, um, of course, like since it's popular, um, the, the retractors, the game journals and, and unison has come mm-hmm. out to <laughs> write crappy articles about it. Hey, that cool game your kid wants. Oh, t- talks about animal cruelty. <laughs> Look at this awful game. And I'm just like, oh my God. What did Screen Rant say about it? <laughs> screen Rant kick lately. So. Who knows? Yeah. We definitely saw, there's definitely a, an article. There's a, the headline was like, this, this game would be cool if it wasn't for the animal cruelty, but it's monsters you have to lower their health for to catch. So the only difference from this and Pokemon is that you're doing it yourself with your gun Mm -hmm. (laughs) or your bow or whatever. Right. But like, if that's the same thing, there's tons of other MMOs that you're, if you're the animal handler, you know, was was it world? I'm trying to think of it. It was a game I remember playing where you had to knock the, knock the animals down to like certain without killing them. Mm -hmm. You had to do it without killing them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In order to capture him, and I was trying to remember what game that was. I know, I think World of Warcraft, if you're a ranger, but I never really played ranger much, so yeah, I'm trying to think of what game that was. I was it's just escaped me at this point. I don't know what's worse taking disc 
unlocking monsters out of this disc and they were enslaved in this disc. Now I get them out of the disc. No, enslaved <laughs> them for me. So I've taken them from one crappy holding cell to the crappy holding cell of me controlling them for the rest of their life. <laughs> That's monster, monster Rancher. Monster Rancher. <laughs> monster Rancher. <laughs> that was such a ridiculous concept <laughs> where you got different monsters based on which CD you put in. That which was, was so cool. fun. Which was fun. Was the checks so cool. up. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, because like yeah, just putting in CDs to figure out what does what, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I think uh my corn issues album gave me <laughs> like this awesome monolith mm-hmm. uh, monster which just crushed things and mm. well, I'll put it this way, Reinhold. There's a lot of elements to it of of a perfect example. I I'm at a level where I can make a second base. So I spent like an hour preparing the second base. I built the foundation, built these walls. And then this firebird shows up, shoots one fireball at it. And next thing I know, the entire thing is burning down to the ground. (laughs) And I didn't have enough water monsters to put all the fire out. So I just lost an entire, I literally lost an entire hour to two hours of work because it just caught fire, gone. It's like, cool, I'm not using that base ever again. Yeah, at least your at least your at least your pals don't die, right? Right. They, will, they can become incapacitated. You're gonna put them in the box. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's probably someone is out there working on a hardcore mod. Oh, absolutely. You know they are. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot. They do a lot of stuff. Like one of the things that you can do is you can make a butcher's knife, and you can if you catch a bunch of excess ones, you can carve them up and use them for their parts. Mm, get balance, balance the balance. Yeah. <laughs> Can you splice and dice DNA and uh, th- there is a breeding. There is a breeding mm-hmm. breeding thing where you can breed base different ones to make more powerful things. And also, there is an area where you can put ones that you don't want and condense them down to power up one even stronger. So that boss you can kind of reminds you breed your boss that boss that you cut. Mm-hmm. I found, I found more of thing about- that. That was the thing about RimWorld I liked is the experimentation that you could do on the on the on the rim, the guys that you can <laughs> splice DNA and you can give them bionic arms and stuff and just kind of hack at them. <laughs> Prisoners, you would use them for uh, organ donation. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I've been enjoying my experience with it. There's a lot of there's a lot of extra things going on of finding where all the resources are, what's the best way to bring them from point A to point B. There's, they have, you know, certain weight limits of things you can carry and things have logical weight to them. Oh yeah. The weight limit hit me. Oh quick. God. That was mighty. Like, would you have a, <sighs> yeah. Would you have a pocket full of rocks and, and you, can't move? Like, you can't oh move because you have, you have 40 rocks in your pocket and they weigh like, <laughs> they weigh like forty pounds, and you can't move. It, which, which makes sense logically, right. makes sense. It does make sense, but I was ready for it. <laughs> no, I'm just used to just yeah, I'm mining, mining. What's this bar going up? <laughs> yeah, what does this mean? And he's like, you are now over encumbered. Figure it out. <laughs> and and the, the worst part about it is that up to a certain point, you can still like slowly walk. But once yeah. you hit a certain number, you can't move stuck, yeah. at all. You can't move at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that led to a couple of chain deaths where I had something in my pocket. And I couldn't get out fast enough. 
and then I died and went to go pick it up. Those those people were still there. <laughs> so I had to like hurry up and get it again and try to drop the things I need to drop. Try to get out fast. That's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. But all in all, it's a fun game. Check it out. Yeah. Watch some streams of it. Um yeah, it's 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh I I I've spent 25 hours for 30 bucks already. So that tell that for me makes a perfect investment sense. <laughs> Is it on the humble bundle? Yeah, I don't know. What's the thing everybody was complaining about seven days that I and it's just like it's been out ten years. I've got thousands of hours in it. I spent like twenty five bucks on the game. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> hey, at least they admit that it's still an alpha, like unlike yeah. you know, paladins. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're promising. They're promising release soon, and they're going to release it on the console again too, because cool. they had a release version on the console. But they hadn't been updated. I guess they're updating it now because they're getting close to going gold. But they keep thinking of new things to add, so they're like, eh, you know. And then so now we got a. It was supposed to be Alpha Twenty was supposed to be the last one. Then Twenty One came out. And now they're talking about Alpha Twenty Two. It's like I thought we were going gold in Twenty, man. <laughs> but oh, that's um, not, that I, I, what like I find. Writer. What I find thing is, is that we have so many quality of life uh, add-ons that people have made that really should be in the game. And I'm just when you know, you start to see them putting some of the stuff in the game that was somebody's modded for before. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes. But that's yeah, that's the good yeah. thing about having a game that's constantly being because I don't know. The, Seven Days that I is not just one type of game. It's like trying to be every type of game, which most games can't pull off, but somehow they do. So yeah, yeah. very impressive in my opinion. Yeah, Tower uh, is I st- fun. I stopped by. playing playing Seven Days to Die because I played this one time with Reinhold. It was like the worst experience in Seven Days to Die of my life. We got hit by every the natural winner. disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so the game's not like that anymore. It's not that extreme. It, let, it actually has a ramp up mm-hmm. for you, so you can be in the certain biomes and you can ramp up to the harder biomes. You don't have to just start in the the winter biome when you're not when you're just starting out. That sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, like you, got, you got nothing. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Make and here's you know, a bunch of you know, yeah hordes. They, they, a horde. Yeah, they ramp they they ramp up the the uh, encounters better so that you don't you don't get just destroyed day one with mm-hmm. you know. I think they've really nailed it down on that one a lot. It's good yeah. since that experience. But no, yeah, uh, Power World uh, gets the low key. Um, uh, what is that? Uh, seal we don't have a seal approval. Do we have a seal? Do we have a scoring system? Um, <laughs> go play that game, please. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a nice game. Mm-hmm. Help out the small indie devs. They'll, they'll need money in their coffers once the Nintendo finally finds something to sue them on. When Nintendo is it, an, is it goes, an indie game? Yeah, I guess I didn't ask that question. It's just not. It's not yeah, a big it, it is. Game. It's an it game. is an indie game. It's a it's a small company that that's made a couple games before, but <laughs> as of right now, they're this is their one big game that they're releasing and that is taken off because there's a bunch of the fact that it's it started off as such a ridiculous joke of Pokemon, but with guns, and now people are actually playing it and realizing. Oh, this actually has a lot of depth and yeah. Imagine being the person at the company that suggested this game. (laughs) Imagine being the person at the company that goes, "Hey, you know that Pokemon game, Pokemon Legends Arceus, where they did this this thing, but worse, 
Let's do that, but better. <laughs> That's not going to make anybody trust me, man. <laughs> trust me. Everybody's going to buy this game, and they're going to love it. And we let them host their own servers and in support mods. Uh, people are going to love it. Okay, that'll make it because that game won't fail. It won't cost that much. Oh my god! See, I, I'm just waiting for about six months from now when they modded in every single Pokemon into the game, and it's not even going to matter anymore. I know. I think I think what you really find, and, and this is what I've kind of discovered over the years, is that when you have a large game studio, sometimes the developers don't get to make choices as much mm-hmm. as they need to. Yep. And when you get a game like this game or Seven Days to Die, where it's just a couple guys who are doing what they want, they're they're making the game they want to play, right? And that makes a big difference because Correct. the people who are making the games are making the game they want to play. Other people are probably going to want to play it too. You get the mm-hmm. the suits in there. How are we going to make money? Where's the microtransactions? Where's the you know where's mm-hmm. the profit going to come from? That changes how the game is made, and it becomes a less about yeah. making a game to play as opposed to how are we going to make money? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The game can make money. The game make great profit, but the ex- the exorbitant profit comes from microtransactions. But anyways, I love playing games that allows people to mod things. Modding is yes. awesome. You know, and I don't understand any of you that wants to block, you know, modding. Right, Vincent? <laughs> oh, there is one. Your <laughs> name is Capcom. Oh, no. <laughs> So this is called a segue. Yeah. So uh, last week we were going to talk about this, but there's a lot of things going on about Capcom in this DRM situation because Capcom uh, has basically gotten to this whole thing where they said that modding is cheating, even if it's a single player game, in their opinion. If you mod anything, they consider it cheating. Uh, mostly because there's a scandal in which there was a Street Fighter 6 tournament where somebody left on a nude mod for Chun-Li and it showed up on stream <laughs> Oopsie. on Twitch. So That's just cheating. That's just... Nah. But, but they're, they're, you, yes, we know that was bad, but it allowed them to segue to their own argument of modding is cheating. Yeah. So they wanted to block all mods from most of their games enti- entirely. And that mm-hmm. happened to co- come hand in hand with an issue with DRM that they were including because the Resident Evil Revelations 2 came out mm-hmm. and they they did a patch that broke the game. Mm-hmm. And in that patch, they added Enigma DRM. And because the game broke, they blamed the patch and say that the patch is actually malware. That's why it broke the game. It's an issue, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And everybody was was super all in on the fact that it was this malware and et cetera. Mm -hmm. When it turns out this this DRM thing was just something that Capcom has been doing for years. Mm -hmm. But nobody's been paying attention to it because there's a lot of old games that nobody pays attention to. Mm Mm-hmm. What happens is that it comes out with their games come out with your favorite DRM uh, Harry Denuvo. They comes out with they come out immediately with Denuvo, mm-hmm. and because they believe it prevents people from pirating their games, and it also helps them prevent people from modding games because you have to be a card of the DRM mm-hmm. for things to work. And then after the Denuvo falls off. 
they mm-hmm. add in Enigma to keep the DRM going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've did it for several games. Like RE5 has it mm-hmm. for PC and a bunch of other games have that Enigma DRM. But it just so happens that that one particular game broke the game, thus raising mm-hmm. the red flag for everybody to go, what is Capcom doing? Right, what is Capcom doing? Yeah, start searching the files. And considering like it doesn't like really pop up because like the Steam Steam doesn't tell you that. So it's like Steam's no. Steam was is unaware. Yeah, mm-hmm. Usually if uh if they know of a file or, or a game has either a third party EULA that you have to sign or another DRM, they're like, Hey, it has our DRM in this the new little bull crap or this thing's in here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So er- yeah, everyone's up and stir because I'm up and stir too, because like, no, I'm not playing like I will play ball with steve's drm because steam has they have decades of trust with it which right. is hard one easily lost though valve can easily lose that really quickly i'm not you know <laughs> yeah. i will give valve the benefit of the doubt but it can lose it <laughs> yeah, look how fast LastPass lost its uh trust mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah so man, man, but the, they're willing the, to give deals too. By the way, for last pass, I'm like, no, nah, nah, I'm not touching that. But the reason that oh, people were calling ways. calling the Enigma uh, malware is because one particular random site that people, for whatever reason, started holding as gospel is is this malware site. Basically, mm-hmm. it pinged once. On this one particular site, but a bunch of other malware sites don't see it as malware. It mm-hmm. just sees that the Enigma DRM, it mm-hmm. considers it malware. So they weren't actually putting in malware; they were putting in DRM, which mm, it's kind of the same thing. Kind of the same thing. It's malware, but it's kind of the same thing. It, it, it's but, malware. It's the difference between <laughs> pirate and privateer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you you you're just malware that works for the crown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's all it I is. kinda kinda miss the days when the copyright protection was basically a literal hole made on the floppy disk that you were loaded off of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's I, I think Valve has I don't know understand like the Valve sh- have shown the world world that you know it's you don't have a piracy problem you have like a, a you have a distribution model problem if you just make it easy people will buy your games and legitimately and play them but if you set up these hoops all these different things to do they will just pirate your game and do and get a better quality game because if I pirated RE five I don't have it. Honestly, when Borderlands, when Borderlands Three came out, I could have pirated that thing and not had to new, but we got to play it on launch. I think it was broken on the first week. You know, I could have just pirated and had fun with the game, but I didn't. I didn't Here's the it. thing: I have games that I played that I found I'd play a lot more if they weren't on their own game client, like mm-hmm. if they were part of Steam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I used to play Hitman. I played Hitman One. I played Hitman. I even played a little bit Hitman Two before Hitman Three came out. But Hitman Three, you had to go and play it on. You couldn't play it on Steam for a year. Yeah, you have to and play so, it on that trashier stuff. And then you you buy it on that engine, the EA engine, whatever. Then you're not going to uh, buy it origin, again on Steam. Uh, origin. Yeah. And Fortnite, I pl- I'd play more Fortnite if I didn't have to go through their own Fortnite thing and. It's just kind of pain, but I can play Paladins straight from Steam. I can just pull up my Steam client and go, okay, what do I feel like playing today? 
mm-hmm. boom, that's what I'm going to play. And that's the first right. place I'm going to look at. So if you want your gameplay by most people, right, here's your answer. Correct. At least and make it visible, available on there. You can have your own game engine. You can put it on GOG if you want. You can do all the things you want to do to get people to play your game. But if you're if you're ignoring Steam, you're in. You're putting your you're putting your arm behind your back when you're trying to play. Right. Think Correct. of the Epic Store. The Epic Store exists. Nobody talks about the Epic Store. They dump out free games like all the time because mm-hmm. nobody uses it. Uh, well, think about no. how much I've got. I I was on the Humble Bundle monthly thing. I just did you know monthly Humble Bundle thing, and I've forgot I even had it. I just let it run for years. So I go back here and look and see what I've got. I've got all these games that I could uh, I could go out and get, and it's just like you know, that ha- that can't, you know some of them aren't. You know, most of them aren't on Steam. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to go and find this engine or find this way to play and install this one with a different. Shortcut and everything else. I just it becomes so, a pain. Steam, 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 Steam. All, right, all these games that are on Steam, they can stay there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Cap. So Capcom, I just, I just don't do this. Don't do this type of the, stuff. Let us and it's single player experiences. You know, these are having fun. You have you can make some. You make some great games. Just stop being a dick. <laughs> right, but the, a single player game. You can be in God mode all the time. Who cares? It's you. Yeah. You're playing. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I put my own challenges and things. I play seven days. I'll play a hard code, hard mode version. <laughs> you know, they they finally put. I think they're putting in a hard mode version where you can actually play it as hard mode. But what I would do is, if I died, okay, wipe the save, start anew. Um, that's just a challenge for me. That's my choice. That's not me cheating if I don't do it or whatever. If I if I get stuck or I don't like what's happening and I want to cheat me something in to play with it, who but, cares? but we, my we, own game. We don't- we we don't like them putting uh, boobies on your characters, so we're, it's all bad. It's yeah. all bad. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> we we yeah. we don't want boobies to be available for people to do. But here, actually, skirt back. Yeah, but but he, mods, here's, a, here's a twenty five dollar spy family thing skin that looks nothing oh, like the fucking characters. God, I'd be upset. <laughs> or he, here's this twenty dollars Ninja Turtle costumes. Or Street Fighter characters, like, come on, man! Come on, come on! Oh, here, here's all these in the, here's all these new costumes, but you have to buy them each individually for every character in Street Fighter Six if you want the skins. <laughs> I know, I know. It's uh, it's. Uh, I really hope that, like the. I really wish the fighting community will just say, you know what, these big corporations <laughs> suck. Let's just make our own open source fighting game for the it's fighting community. Mugen. It's called Mugen. <laughs> that game doesn't exist. We don't speak its name. <laughs> uh, I mean, the closest thing you get is that the, 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 the arc system work stuff is because they, they usually don't gouge a lot of things and they do a lot of good work in te- on the technical side of things. Mm-hmm. The arc system works in the fighting game community, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. Good. Old. Get a fighting community so much better than the other sport community. You know who yeah. you are. Also, the the weirdest thing that came that comes out of all the fighting game crossover things is because mm-hmm. in one of the Arc System Works games, Two uh, B is in it. They added Two B into one of the games, mm-hmm. nice. and the creator of Near Automata came out and said all of Two B's appearances in any other crossover thing is canon for Near Automata. 
<laughs> because he says it's all canon. If Tubi's in it, it's canon. All right, that's fine. <laughs> He's the original creator. He has control of what canon is, Harry. You know this. Yeah, he can do what he wants. <laughs> he can do, what he wants. <laughs> do what he wants. That's fine. That's but fine. To be in Soul Calibur is canon. Yeah, well, I'm glad to play that game. Let's wrap that around my head. Oh, man. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. yeah but, so. but at least, you know, a lot of these times if you buy the games, you own them. Uh, unlike what uh, Ubisoft wants, Terry. Um, I'm just just saying that you just got to be comfortable with owning your pals and uh, <laughs> <laughs> be okay with not owning your game. Or the description of the of the thing was the idea of like uh, be happy with your experience, owning the experience, the experience <laughs> of playing the game. <laughs> What's that old saying? If you if, if you can't buy it, you can't pirate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can't buy it, yeah, yeah. The whole this whole thing of like you're not really purchase it. It's like you just yeah. I might as well just pirate the thing. Yeah, yeah. If 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 I can't purchase it, then I can't pirate it. I have more. I I can show you how something actually left me, went to you, right, for me to own something mm-hmm. versus me pirating because you still have it. You still have it. <laughs> you still got everything. I also have it. I have a copy of that now. But yeah. you want to say what Ubisoft said here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want to? Uh, you got the full quote. You. I don't. I don't have it, but I thought you had it. Oh, I can pull it up. Give me a sec. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're super. Com- uh, Ubisoft is super comfortable with you going. Well, you don't actually own that. You should be okay not owning your games. That's the same thing I have with Microsoft. Microsoft basically said the same thing. Well, Microsoft's trying to do the rental. The software is a rental type thing, and, and yeah, it works for some things, but it does not work for people. Aren't going to rent their OSs unless they're doing it under the guise of getting a license for it as you're renting time on a uh, Azure system or something like that, right? It sounds this like an AOL card, again. but when you when you're buying servers, you want to buy the OS that's on it too. You don't want to. Mm-hmm rent it correct yeah i think the idea like the whole rental model um is from you know it, it's a lot of these corporations just like wanting this extra money because yes subscription models you do end up paying more pay you pay less up front and you pay it you pay more over time it's the same thing that aws and a lot of the cloud services run off of that's uh, it's not just that though it's not just that it, you can get more out of the person for doing it that way um it's that the Software producers now have a steady income, right? A predictable income, as opposed to you put out a release, it gets a lot of sales and then it drops off. And now you're trying to scramble to get money for the next release and stuff like that. Correct. But this for some things, that makes out sense. For offering seizure. But some things that makes it like, like mm-hmm. almost like a like an operating system subscription, as long as if it's small compared to the price of the OS, what the OS should, should cost, it does make sense because you're constantly getting updates from it. And manipulating you just keep going on this pack. Like if I just kept paying like what, 10 bucks a year or whatever, like I bought off, I get, but I also get my Microsoft office, like office 365 rolled in with my windows license. Right. So I'm constantly getting, getting updates all the time. And then, and I've got access to all these products. Fine. But the idea that like, no, <laughs> And you're always getting updates like the new teams just kind of push down on everybody. Yeah. Oh, you it's a, it's Wouldn't you like it or not? <laughs> it's, it's 
I, oh, man. Where's the where's the remote control button? Oh, you don't get that anymore. It really helps when I'm trying to take over a guy's machine to help him. You yeah. know what I mean? I know it. The yeah, it's happening at the worst time. I was trying to convert my uh, my company from Zoom to Teams. <laughs> when you try to showcase them, they're like, "What happened?" Break call, break call, break call. Anyways, update, um, update. Yeah, full quote. Uh, one of the things Here's. we saw is that gamers are used to a little bit like DVDs having and owning their games. That's the consumer shift that needs to happen. They got comfortable not owning their CD collection or DVD collection. That's a transformation that's a bit slower to happen in games. As gamers grow comfortable in that aspect, you don't lose your progress if you resume your game at another time. Your progress file is still there. That's not been deleted. You don't lose what you've built in your game or your engagement with the games. So it's about feeling comfortable about not owning your games. Here's the thing. I'm not comfortable not owning CDs and DVDs. I still own CDs and DVDs. Right. I buy uh, CDs and DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, the Canadian stocking. The understand is that we're kicking and screaming <laughs> into this world where we don't own the game, the physical media. Yeah. We don't want that. We want something different. But they're just trying to say, well, it works for World of Warcraft. So you don't own World of Warcraft discs anymore. I still have my old ones from the original releases and mm-hmm. stuff. But I got my Burning Crusade disc and I've got my Glitch King disc. Mm-hmm. Now tell me. Um, how, how many uh, World of Warcraft sequels have there been? Well, it depends on how you define sequel. I, I mean, like where they where they shut down the server of World of Warcraft and do World of Warcraft two. Well, nobody would do that. Like, like Overwatch. I mean, there's only one. Right, Overwatch, right. It's, it's not like there's a bunch of games that come out seasonally or yearly that will the old servers will get shut down. <laughs> are you are you talking about Madden? Oh no, or EA not Sports. Just Madden. Not just Madden. 2K does it too. 2K yeah, does 2K it. 2K does this too. Okay. Yeah, you want to play some Rainbow Six? It. Oh man, these Rainbow Six. <laughs> oh no, you wanted to play WWE 2K22? Oh, that's shut down a year later. I still have uh, Madden 2007 over here. But I want to play solo on my machine. Mm. In Tiger Woods 2006, too. No, no. <laughs> then they changed everything. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not comfortable not owning my games, right? Like, like so the idea, you might get some people on the idea, like like a Netflix style, like kind of like a Game Pass, where I pay a monthly subscription and I'm a- access to a massive game library. So I'm not really owning anything. I'm just access to like a library system. That might work be for some people, but some people like like owning and purchasing physical disc, or I, right. or just having like no, this is my game. I can pick it up and start like that. Like I've been picking up, replaying um the old Ghostbusters game, right? Came out on what is it, PS3? Mm-hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Old old broken game. I'm having fun playing it, but because I because I, I owned it, I got it. For, you know, well, I've got a DOS emulator where I play old DOS games. I mean. I still like playing those old games, and you can't just go out and buy them anymore. So, right, like yeah. there, there are so many classic <clears throat> games that if you didn't buy them when they came out, you're never going to be able to buy a physical copy of them. Correct. Earthbound is like two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. For like an unboxed cart. Yeah. Of a Super yeah. Nintendo game, <laughs> it's like some well, games you're just not going to get to get 
get any more as a physical physical medium. So you should just hold on to it as a physical medium when you have it. And I'm and I'm also not necessarily against not getting a physical disc as long as I can always go and download a copy. Correct. From yeah. them, like they're not going to go. Okay, it's been ten years. We're not letting you download that copy anymore. They can say we're not giving you any updates. It's not getting supported. But I can still download a copy and install it if I have a hard drive crash. And I want to redo that, right? So I should be able to do that if you're not giving me physical media. You have to commit to that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like even Adobe went well beyond with CS2 and other things, like allowing people to re download Adobe products for de- like a decade on before they finally cut it off. And it's fucking Adobe. The other thing with <laughs> it, it's, um, you're right, because like, because even when games get pulled off of the the Steam store, you can still download them. You completely like, and that's like I so said, that's the goodwill from Steam. Because I know, like, the moment that happens, like, yeah, we pull and we pull our stuff from it. It's like, you know, I bought this thing. If I can't get it, like, you know, you know, or I don't get money, or I don't get something for it, or like, you know, like, I don't know, I'm gonna trust this service ever again. I'm gonna go straight to GMG and go, go buzz off, you know. Except for what H1Z1 did, yeah, yeah. Did you hear about you know about that? Uh-uh. So H1Z1 had a game. It was a um it's kind of like a seven days to die type of game, right? Mm-hmm. And then um they incorporated uh player unknowns battlegrounds type of it was it was the first iteration of that, right? So our player unknown had did Arma 3 up um uh Battle Royale, then they brought him in to do the H1Z1 mm-hmm. Battle Royale. Well, that ended up taking over the game. And people wanted to play that more than they want to play the original game, mm-hmm. but they were still developing the game. We're promising we're still developing the game, blah, 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 blah. And then a couple of years after all of that, they said, we're abandoning the original H1Z1 game and we're converting everything over to H1Z1 Battle Royale only. We're renaming it and you can't play that anymore because the servers didn't exist anymore. They took the client and renamed it instead of deleting it. Mm-hmm. So it's still the game you bought, but yeah. it's not the game you bought. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, just like Skullgirls right now. Like I really, oh, wish, Jesus, yeah, yeah. I really wish like Steam eventually nicks a feature so I can like nix updates. Like no, 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 I don't want that update. I want this version of the game. Comes with bugs. Don't care. I want this version. Oh, yeah, yeah, that whole Skullgirls thing is ridiculous. Or you know, of course, the day before, which is a game that came out last year mm-hmm. that was on sale for like a day and then the developer pulled it and ended their servers because everybody said the game was a scam because it was <laughs> and and it, it came out like the very end of last year like in like December almost mm-hmm. and it and it was this whole massive thing of like at one point, it was the most wishlisted game on Steam. Everybody really wanted to play, but it turns out to be it was like the game experience was completely different than what they advertised it to be, and the servers were terrible. And then the developer pulled the game and then pulled the servers. I think the game was pulled in 48 hours, I think the number was. The day before. Well, that's, yeah. And that's why I appreciate what Dirty Bomb did. Dirty Bomb was was such a huge kind of disappointment because it had so much potential and it never got realized that there it just there was a lot of mistakes that were made, but it was still a great game. Um 
And when they decided that they couldn't make it work, it wasn't going where they wanted it to. It wasn't getting the attention that they wanted. They decided they're going to end production of it. Mm-hmm. But they, when they did that, they ramped up and said, okay, we're going to let you have community servers that you can rent for a period of time. And then you can do them on your own after that. Mm-hmm. So people got a hold of these community server files and you can still play those games. You can still log in. You can still see them on the list to play. So people have been playing it and it's been shut down for four or five years now. People are still playing. It. I saw there's in mm-hmm. my friends list, there's like five guys that are playing it within the last three days. <laughs> they released the day before the day. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it it was a whole thing. There's been so many videos about it, but yeah, it that was ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's the other thing about having. That's the issue. A lot of the not own your games thing at this yeah. point. Or these, like, a yeah. lot of things are server based. Mm-hmm. So once once they shut the servers down, you can't play the game anymore. Yeah, the game's down. Yeah, the game's done. Yeah, that's why, like, uh, like especially the game we play a bunch of us paladins, right? From high res, it's like a lot of people's like requesting features, and the feature I always send them the request is like, I want to host my own game. But that's the feature I need you all to work on because I want to go. Server. I want, yeah, I want to host. I want to host. What we, I want ability to host this about you guys. You want to do that because I don't know how much gas you have left in the tank. You know, because if you let me know, like you got five years, cool. Here's some money. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how long you've got. And I'd rather, or, you know, if you need a certain amount of money to develop that, I'll give you that because I just want to be able to play this game in the future. Right. I, I, I think yeah, that was the sad part about Wildstar for me was that mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed the game because of the quirkiness and the fun that it provided. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily the best MMO ever made or anything, mm-hmm. but there were some elements to it that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was fun to kind of log in every once in a while and just play that game. And now, it just disappeared and all the data just went away. So all the stuff that I had and paid money for is all gone. But the great thing about that is, is there is a, a movement to get those files and to, and put it back together. You can literally right now go to a server and play a sort of version of Wildstar. Some, a lot of stuff doesn't work yet. Some of the rating doesn't work. Some of the PVP doesn't work, but you can actually get in and play again, at least like the first zones and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cool that that happened, but you shouldn't have to have people doing Herculean efforts. To right. Make Cause work. you have to make the game exist again for you to even play it. Right. And the, and the game developers need to realize it's okay to release the game out there and say, we're not supporting it. We're not updating it. it we're not doing anything with it anymore. We're not touching it, but if you still want to play it, you can. Yeah. Well, the, um, like one of the cool MOBAs I used to play all the time was Demigod because you could host your own servers. You could play, everyone can get on and get on and host your own servers and have a lot of fun. Uh, old 2011 game. <laughs> it's got a limited number roster, but like, you know, no, if I, you know, like you could go up and spin it, I could spin it up right now and allow people to play this during game, you know? Yeah. But it's yeah, it's but these but so many different things are becoming these live servers. Like things got to be online. The consoles are becoming that way that they have to be online. Windows is doing that way. Like Windows mostly have to be online most of the time. So like, hey, I, I used to be like, yeah, you probably have to have a separate machine that's running Windows to just to play games. Which now, thanks to also Valve, like I said, Valve and Steam is they got their goodwill with trying to push to get to a lot of more games to to to, to run on Linux. The Steam Deck has been great running a little pr- their um the 
proton like overlayer to allow these games to run on something other than windows it's and it's a and i think it's a future that people have to understand that we you have to support and put money into or not because like you know maybe if you don't want to do that but the simple fact that these corporations are, are greedy bastards they don't care about you the people who have fun playing games and making games aren't in control of the gaming space anymore right they're not in control you know, it's it's people who probably don't play or don't touch these games and only see percentages on the screen. You know, it, it, it's the same thing like and and or like because, you know, they want they want to go IPO. We want to go IPO and trade our stocks. We want to do all these things. So it's going to make all this extra money. You know, but it's, or they just want to be able to sell shares or do some buy options, you know, like, and that, that's that's what they're focused on, not making the next game. Right. Like the. Even in the gaming space, the, the the biggest, most blatant choice of that was with FaZe Clan, mm-hmm. with them going public, mm-hmm. and then their stock being less than a penny, and yet they have to go private again, because mm-hmm. they decided that, because somebody behind the desk said, going, you know, these guys just play video games and make content and do that kind of stuff. We're going to go public and make a bunch of money off of it. Trying to get money from people who don't spend money. Mm-hmm. Esports, esports fans don't spend money on anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, because everything's around them is either a exactly. scam, scam. Exactly. They're either scams or they don't last long. So why would I spend money on anything? Exactly. You know that's the, the like gamble for skins. <laughs> you know? Like I, 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 like if I was really into esports, the only esports I probably would get into is to. Well, it's like a Valve game, like kind of strike. Dota. Yeah. Like a stay in power. <laughs> Dota. I, I've written this up because it's amazing you brought up Dota. So they did this Christmas update. Mm-hmm. And during the Christmas update, they were going through and banning people who had like a bad like community score, right? Mm-hmm. And how they did it was that they were sending everybody gifts. Mm-hmm. For Christmas, yeah. So if you opened it, you would have coal that banned you <laughs> indefinitely, <laughs> and you had to open the package. You had no choice. <laughs> no. So if you were good, you actually got a you got a, a cool skin. If you were bad, banned. Banned. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> that explains why Nice got on paladins. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it is. That is the most top tier way of doing it. Because this one player, this one like professional player, got banned on stream, <laughs> and he didn't realize that the 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 year in it was like three thousand and something. So he was basically perma banned, and he didn't realize it until afterwards. <laughs> but oh, it's it is. Top tier petty from Valve. Oh, it's mm, oh, that's good. Masterclass, masterclass. I'm reading a comment here on um, Demigods. I'm gonna have to bring it up. Is uh, mm-hmm. they're telling people to because apparently something they added to the game that is a unskippable process in it where you have to register your account outside of Steam with them, and they're saying don't do that. Just pirate it instead. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna tell people to pirate. But uh, if you I'm do play Demigod, but uh, 
<laughs> the developer told me to. Yeah. <laughs> they did what they told me to do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. If better you can, buy your game. Buy your games. Uh, ho- uh, trust in Valve because Valve has has built up the trust yep. and play Power World. Hard yeah, one. So. Yeah. Hard one. Easily lost though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Valve, I think Valve knows that it's, it's easily lost. I think they know like they mess up one too bad that, you know, there's going to be a flood of people going, you know, going to GOG and just like, you know what, screw it. Back right, to the high seas. There are other options. Yeah. Back to the high seas. You know, pirates yeah. will come back. Yeah. The, yeah. The pirates will return. Yeah. The great pirate age will just come back again, you know, which like, yeah, Valve made people to stop pirating games. Um, uh, yeah, because I think before Valve, I remember, yeah, land parties. The first thing we do at land parties, like, who's got what game? And then we would just crack them and pirate them out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> put them on a server. Like, oh, you need the Quake installer? It's ready. <laughs> <laughs> this installs Quake. <laughs> you know, we've got one key. It's okay. The server just connects to the server. Server's running it. Server's running it. I don't know what you're talking server's about. Server's got your key. you're good we got this or you'll have something that's just like you know just run this thing but yeah and now it's not like that you know i go you go to you know i remember one time you go to a land party and i was like we'll just buy the game buy it buy it it's right there 10 bucks or 20 bucks 30 bucks it's right there there. just buy it hit the download button you know instead of like oh hold on let me take it from my file Uh, when we come uh, we'll go get food come back when it's back it'll be done download we can play move on Exactly. Moving on. <laughs> we just went to Taco Bell. That's the way it was. Uh, IHOP. 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 Depends what time, I guess. Yeah. We go to IHOP. White Castle. Get my eggs extra greasy. Mm, get some eggnog pancakes. They taste just like eggnog. Yeah, I'm just shocked at these <laughs> eggnog pancakes. Talks just like eggnog. I'm just shocked. Shocked. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, the, now, those are inside jokes. Anyways, mm-hmm. let's say this episode before it gets too long. The truth. Um, yeah, so uh, Capcom bad, uh, Power great. Um, mm-hmm. Ubisoft also bad. Always been bad. Always bad. Always bad. Just <laughs> been bad. If you play Orange, just bad. Anyways, thanks for tuning into the episode of uh, Low Key on the Wheel of Change Network. Um, you could have been listening to anything else in the world, but you decided to listen to this and that. I thank you to the 300 of you guys who download this podcast every week. That's amazing. I love every one of you. I wish you guys would come and hang out with us live because this podcast is recorded live 9 p.m. Eastern time on Mondays. Um, please come hang out with us live. It's a lot of fun. Um, we'll try to get Dear Leader to hook us back up so we can get back on um, uh, back on streaming on Facebook. Um, and yes, do the people stop messaging me? Yes, we plan. I will stream this on Rumble. I just haven't set it up yet. I We will go to Rumble. I Nope. I I just I don't want to be on Rumble, but I'll shut you up. So I'll go to Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> um, but since we're not there right now, you can find us on YouTube.com/slash We Are Libertarians, and also on Twitch.tv. Uh, we are as with the letter R, Libertarians. You can find us there still. Um, and of course, you can also find us on the website, going to WeAreLibertarians.com, or uh, just type it in on this Liberty. We'll come up to that way too. So, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess say goodbye, everyone. Have fun, guys. Bye, everyone.